You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. So I'm a Scorpio, and this is my season. Why? Um, so Scorpios like live in the shadows and the darkness. Um, like my my greatest comfort is pain. <laughs> That doesn't make any it's sense. It's like but my I mean, most familiar thing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I understand that. I just I just started this podcast with some negativity coming in, which unfortunately is something that I wish wasn't going on. Like, that's not what it is. It's not like I want to be negative. It's that um, I, when people are like grieving or sad, like when people are, have lost somebody or are moving through the space of recovering from addiction or like anything like that right I I'm not afraid like I'm not the person who like someone's crying and goes like oh shit like I have to deal with this I'm the kind of person that when it someone's upset or whatever I help them move through the pain right you find that very easy to do yeah and so most most of my planets are in Scorpio which means like shadow work is my jam okay so, with that said, um, I think it's an Ayurveda, like, fall is, like, moving into death, right? Plants are dying. Um, trees My are... least favorite season of them all. I know. But it's your least favorite season because you don't like anything with pumpkins. Paid pumpkin spice. And you don't like Halloween? I'm not a big fan, no. Because? I never like dressing up. But you don't have to dress up. Well, you do. I mean, you have to go. I mean, in order to in order to get the candy as a kid, you had to show up. You, so had, you, to, were, you had to do something. For you were just it. in it for the candy. I was just in it, in it for the candy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was younger, we would trade like because I, I of course liked Reese's because of you know it's peanut butter. Reese's is a great candy. And mounds, which I can no longer eat because I can't mounds, have. Mounds, those are really good. I know I can't have coconut anymore. Is this podcast going to be all about Halloween candy? Yeah, let's move past that because <laughs> no, it's not. And it, you know, it's not even about Halloween. Just because you know this is October doesn't mean it's Halloween. So there's a lot of um, otherworldly stuff that feels like it comes up around this time of year. It feels like it's like a, a haunted month. Well, it's a it's an otherworld month, and I think. Well, not that it's another world month. I mean, the other world is always with us. But I, and just stay with me on this. But I, um, so it's the Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos is like the end of the month. And it's when, um, it's a Mexican holiday. And it's when they, the Mexican people make altars to the people who have gone past mm-hmm. to the dead to is invite them back. Is that the one back. where they, they do the, the skulls? Yeah, the candy skulls. Yeah. Sugar skulls. So okay. you'd like that. Well, you had that sugar. <laughs> but it, they invite the um, dead back, and then they wear masks to fool the people who are bad, like the bad spirits coming for them, I believe. I'm not a, a thousand percent sure now, but I'm pretty close because I really love Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. So I love the artwork around it. Like, I love skulls. I love, you know, and I also, like, I'm the bringer of light, also, like, in my mind, right? Like, I love animals, and I love... I love life-affirming practices, but mm-hmm. there's something about really honoring the side of the darkness that I like. Not evil. I, I hate evil. Right. But, like, understanding that life and death together share space. We're always between life and death. Right. One step to the, you know, whatever, and that's it, right? Like, people die all the time. So when we avoid the idea of it, I think it's... Well, it's a natural process. It's a natural process, but people don't... I mean, no one wants to die, I don't no think. No one wants to die, no, right. but it's a natural process. But here's what I like. Because I'm so into all this, I'm also really connected with the other side. I'm connected to ghosts and to the energy that's associated with people who have passed on. You really believe in ghosts? You do, too. Not really. Yes, you do. My grandmother's in the house. Hi, Rosie. <laughs> Hi, Rosie. Come make some funny noise for us. No, I... I don't, I don't, just kidding. <laughs> nice. I, I don't know if I believe in ghosts. That's I, ridiculous. I, I think there can always be a scientific explanation. Energy. Yeah. So energy Everything is the energy a, of life. 
right? Energy, right. But when when you are past your energy, it doesn't go. Well, like let a me ask you this then. You've said mm-hmm. that Andrew is like he's got Ed energy, right? Like my, your my grandfather, grandfather yes. because your grandfather danced well, okay. at the World's Fair. My grandfather was a very good dancer, and so is your son. Yes. Now they also shared the same birthday. Not ironic. Not coincidental. Well, we make a choice when we're coming into this world. So um, Chris Phipps again. Chris is gonna like his ears are gonna be ringing. Says like when we because he's a he's um so there's different types of astrologers. There's Vedic. There's Western. And he's of the like he's like a blend where. So when you do your birth chart, it's the exact moment you were, you came in. You came in for a reason to learn certain lessons. Andrew came in as Ed because I think maybe, I mean, maybe he's Ed. Maybe he reincarnated. I'm not asking you to say yes. Okay. And Andrew, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> and hey, Ed. Um, but so I always saw ghosts. I always saw energy. And I'm not a medium. At all, right? Like, so Conchetta Bertoldi, who was a guest on the show, um, wrote all these books, and she's a medium that's like got a four year wait list or something like that. And she talked about, she wrote all these books inside the other side, uh, Do Dead People Watch Your Shower? I think that's it's like freaky. Do Dead People Walk Your Dogs, right? And so you know, it's interesting. Is it Dead People Walk Your Dogs? Yeah, wait, hold on, I have it here. Do Dead People Walk Their Dogs? I would say that's a, probably a hard no, but I didn't see that answer. So, do dead people watch your shower? I actually went, when I read that, I was like hanging on that page for a minute. And what she was saying is, yeah, like, but, but dead people aren't like in the image of the body and they're not looking from the perspective of human. They're just energy readers. So they're like, there's Tiffany. Not like she's in the shower, she gained five pounds or check out her tan lines. But it's like the energy of the people who choose to hang around you see you and we see their energy i believe at least i have seen my grandmother uh, not not like eyes open seeing a vision but i was so close to her after she died um i remember seeing her run down the hall not with my eyes open i my I, the door wasn't even open but i had the vision of her running down the hall in her house coat with a knife like coming at me like Rah! and i was like what the hell is that and so of course i had this happen for like weeks i didn't know it was anxiety and i talked to a friend who is more in the know and she said a lot of times when um, people die they come into your house to get rid of the negative energy and that's what she was doing who knows if that's the truth but she stopped so doing it she was cleansing cleansing the negative energy from the house she was chasing it out but also scaring you at the same time with well, the maybe image. I was a little too connected maybe I shouldn't have seen her maybe she was maybe, you know she was new at it she just died I mean, give her a minute. She was just new at it, so she's just give like, her a minute. She I got trying, an idea. She was like, I got to clean that house right now. There's a lot of bad shit going on in Get there. Get me this butcher knife. I'm going <laughs> to cleanse, cleanse the negative energy out Get of this it house. Out. Get it out. But, um, and when my grandfather died, which was seven months, six, seven months before her, I had just moved out of my house with my ex-husband. I was living with my son on like, it was on uh, Washington Avenue in Boonton. Which was literally our backyard was the graveyard, which was really cool because you can never have a bad day when you look out and watch someone get buried. You're like, yeah, I guess my day is okay. Like, so what if my blah blah is being an way. asshole? No. I never. I, I mean, like, I would never want to have a piece of property that butted up against. Why a- the neighbors are super quiet wow. unless they rise from the dead. Um, bum. She'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like because of all of the, you know, the. I guess the negativity or the negative connotations or the, or the horror story, the, the horror stories of that Hollywood has They're brought. They're not real. Freaking Peter Bentley, after he wrote Jaws, was like, "That was a bad idea because now everybody's afraid of sharks." Granted, I think, they no, no, could no, kill you, but people were afraid of sharks before Peter Bentley wrote that. But he like that. magnified it. He wrote a book after that, like with other shark stories, well, to show know, that they're Peter not Benchley like manhunters. Peter Bentley wrote a very good book. I read the book. And he wrote a book after that. Steven Spielberg brought that. Yeah, nice job, Steven. Now everybody's like <laughs> hating on sharks. Just kidding, but um, great movie though. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that sharks are man eaters. They would hit and be like, oh no, some sharks are a- man eaters. 
Okay, anyway, we're talking about ghosts. Let's go back to my grandmother who's <laughs> okay. hanging out right behind me. Like She's standing right here right now. I swear to you, she's here. I feel her energy. And she's like, Titi, what are you doing? Don't look for her. You can't see her because you're not... You're not deep in that knowledge yet. You have to open to the oh, idea. I'm, I'm I'm living in the shallow end of the pool. You have, <laughs> you have to open to the idea that the dead are always here to hang out and like send love and work for us. So not work for us, like you know the per are you game saying you, you, you like you like the whole guardian angel kind of thing? Yes, they're not necessarily ghosts; they're guardian is. angels. Yeah, well, they're ghosts, by the way. So wait, let me go back to my grandfather. So living in this house, my grandfather worried more than Carolyn. Well, no, I don't think that's possible. She worried, he worried almost as much as my mom, but my mom totally worries a fuckboat more. So, anyway, but he was always like, you know, Tiffany, watch the other guy when I was driving and stuff, which I get the idea, but it was like really, it was really intense. So, he died, and then uh, it was just like a few weeks later, I was, my son was like baby young, like three and a half, and the bedroom in the house was up the stairs around the hall, da 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 da, like. In order for him to get to me, if he was having a bad dream, he'd have to, like, down the stairs, hang a left, hang a left, hang a left to find me. So he was staying in my bed, and it was, I believe, on the floor. I don't really remember because that those few years were friggin' blur. I was, you know, not really thinking about a lot at that time. And so he was sleeping in my bed, and my bed started to shake uncontrollably, like an earthquake. And I was like, what is going on? I look at my son, no movement. So he wasn't feeling it or he wasn't rattled by it and he certainly wasn't creating the movement. There was no one else in the house. Kept going and going. I was like, this went on for like 20 minutes. I was like crying hysterically but afraid to leave the bed because I didn't know what was going on. Nothing else was moving in my house. I had book shelves across. Nothing was shifting. So um, literally I called my mom like, did Papa come visit you? She's like, what? I'm like, I think someone came to visit. Um... You know, because this is not uncommon to talk to my mom about. We, my mom's right. seen my other grandfather in the house rocking on a rocking chair, blah, blah, blah. So um, so basically, he came. and uh, But I, here's how I knew it, okay? So I didn't know it until I knew it. Fucking Facebook just popped up, sorry. So um, Social I, media. I was like, I asked a question about what people could talk to about it with us on the show. And Facebook decided to not work because the spirits wanted just me to talk to just you. Thanks, you guys. I love you. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so creepy. It's so true. It's not creepy. It's awesome. No, I said you were so the creepy. Day. Oh, I'm always creepy. Remember creepy face I would <laughs> yeah, make when you great. come home at night? Yeah. I would make a really creepy face to scare the shit out of Dave. So anyway, um, marriage. So... <laughs> For the win. For the win. So uh, I get a phone. My mom, she's like, kind of no idea what I'm talking about. It's like three in the morning. Literally get a phone with her. My ex-husband calls. Now, we had just gotten separated like a few months prior, maybe two. It wasn't like he was calling. Like, we're friends now. Like, I I would say we're pretty tight. Um, I'm tight with his wife and his kids. But um, at that time, we weren't, you know? And he called me, and he's like, uh, your garage door is open. Like, he drove past on the way home from wherever he was, and he said your garage was open. I think my grandfather was waking me up to tell me to shut the garage door because he worried, like, all the time. So that was one thing. Then my grandmother, so then, okay, so she's in the house. She's still here. And just for those who, like, smudge, you can't smudge away people you love, so don't worry about that. Smudge your house up. I, that That's another thing I don't understand, smudging. I mean, there's, I can't, there's, wait, I, this is a whole hour. I can't talk to you about it, but like you can smudge all the entryways to your house. And excuse my stomach. Do you hear that on the mic? Okay, no. it's growling really bad because I'm starving. But whatever. So I, you smudge every entryway, windows, and everything, and you have a, like a prayer you say to just remove all the negative energy. But you don't have to remove the positive energy, so you can keep the people you love in the house. So. You can remove, like, energy if you have a party and some jerk comes. You could smudge that energy. It's not just the dead. It's just, like, negative energy. So my after that whole thing with my grandma, I knew she was here, and I would talk to her all the time. Okay? So one night, and you're going to remember this, Dave is at work mm-hmm. at, far away. I won't say where he works. And um, The Super Studios of News 12. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. Well, they know who you are. They know who I am. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so he's on TV until like 11 o'clock, and then he's an hour drive home, something close to that. Depends on how heavy his pedal to the metal is. <laughs> what the fuck? So, um, so he's 
I, I call first. I start texting you at like ten. Mm-hmm. I thought Johnny was sleepwalking. My son was upstairs. He used to sleepwalk. He doesn't anymore. And um, I hear running down the stairs. So I'm like, why is he running down the stairs? I look. He's not there. He's not in the kitchen. I'm like, that's weird. Maybe he went back upstairs. Five minutes later, it happens again. So now I'm like, I think he's sleepwalking. I can't find him. I go upstairs. He's sound sleeping. Like, no movement. I heard someone running up and down the stairs about five times. Excuse me. Do you hear that? My stomach growling? No. no. So um, at the end of this all, I'm like, it's a I, ghost. I, I, I decided I won't leave the couch. Like, whatever. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> He's upstairs. I'm not. I was terrified. It, there was someone running up downstairs. Now, it was not my grandmother because I don't feel terrified by her energy. Do you remember that? I do remember And that. you were scared. Well, I was scared because you were... And because you came home and heard noise. Like, we heard shit happening. No, that was a different, that was a different night. You, I, something fell. When that that was the one time, Mm-mm. yes, we were. It we, was pushed. <laughs> something fell. Gravity it was pushed. Gravity. No, no, no. Nope. Something happened, and I was like, "What was that?" Okay. And you're like, "Oh, that was my grandmother." Hold on a second. And the way you the way you kind of told the story definitely freaked me out. Okay, I'm opening the space up right now to the spirits in my life who bring love and light to come on in, and do something to let Dave know you're here. No. Remember, I live in the shallow end of the pool, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feel. <laughs> Dave could get stuff. hit over the head by something that doesn't exist in space, and he'd be like, "Nope, wasn't that." Right. So, um, <laughs> so Conchetta talked about dead people watch you shower, which you know she talks all about all these different things, but in a different book, it was um, do dead people walk their dogs? She talks about it's someone asked about 2012, back in the day. Before 2012, I think it was Nostradamus, but maybe it was somebody else. There was a prediction from someone that the world would end in 2012. Now, I remember my son was in something grade. I don't know what grade, whatever. And um, the kids were all worried that the world was going to end on a certain day in 2012. So she, when she's talking about it, she was saying something about, like, you know, we can't live in fear. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen because it's 2019. We can't live in fear. And like, so we live with all these predictions and stuff. Mediums generally don't make those predictions. Mediums generally just talk to um, our, the energy of the dead people that we know. So they might, depending on how they receive messages, they might smell something. Like um, someone was telling me, I think it was Tina, said something like, um, you know, she would, someone was just like, Are your sister's telling me about a flower garden. And then she said, uh, and she's like, no, my sister lived in Paris. She was never in Flower Garden. And she's like, something about like a field of heather. She's like, oh, that's my sister's name. So they don't predict. They're not fortune tellers. You know what I mean? They are giving clues. They're sensing the energy of the dead. Really? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a medium. <laughs> <laughs> Talking at my ass here like I know. <laughs> but what I do want to talk about, because <clears throat> it's only been like 20 minutes of me like riffing about my grandmother and the dead people that live in my house. Oh, my grandfather's here. Hi. Hi, Papa. What? Right there. No. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, boy. Hand to God. Hand to God. Oh, they're coming in. Yay. <laughs> um, Should I make more coffee? No, they don't. the dead don't drink. They just apparently watch me shower. Oh, my grandfather's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he said thanks that was funny what you did last night well <laughs> well so, if he's not watching me shower then maybe he can walk the dogs oh they, you can't wait why can't you oh because it's my job talking to him. yeah he can't hold <laughs> all right push. anyway go 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 with what you're doing so we were talking about yesterday in the car we were talking about like places in new jersey that are famous for being whatever haunted. like haunted or like weird stuff. So in New Jersey, we have Weird New Jersey. It's a magazine. It's been out. I interviewed those guys, Mark and Mark. Oh boy, the, for the first time was uh, nineteen years ago. So this this magazine's been around for a long time, and they always talk about different things. So there's like Lucy the Elephant, which is in like Margate. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and like things that are fun, but they also talk about like. Was it legend, folklore? Yes. So you were telling me you had some, you were talking about something. 
Did David White go somewhere? Some street shades of death road. No, no, no. Well, that's that is one of the the more popular, you know, roads in New Jersey that is supposedly haunted. Shades of Death Road. There's Where Ghost is Lake. Where is it? Do you know? Shades of Death Road is in Warren County, I believe. Um, Face to the mic, Dave. I'm here. Okay. Um, it's in Warren County somewhere. Uh, there were, you know, there's so many different you know, folklore about how it got its name. Like there was a, a one, one of the, one of the, one of the, the things was that, you know, there's a group of bandits that lived in the area and bandits, bandits. Yeah. <clears throat> now I, I didn't make up the lore. I'm just saying there were a group of bandits. Did they say bandits in the lore? They did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. What was it? The twenties? Actually, it, it might've been before that. I should rephrase that. 1920. Cause we're in almost 2020. Yeah. So and you know there was just outlaws and stuff like that and people would people would die. Just give me a little background. Hi, sound. Papa. Um, what what else was there? But I, apparently, um, I think there was a, it was an outbreak of malaria that actually caused. See, that's what I'm saying. Like there's it's there's there's lure and the then there's truth. Malaria caused death. Yeah, malaria can cause death, especially <laughs> before there was, you know, proper medicine. I'm sorry, I meant like, oh, so they all died on that road? Yeah, well, in that area. Okay, I believe that because the energy of the death, of the sadness of the death could still be hanging around. I don't right. think they're ghosts, but you, you ever walk into a room and you're like, oh, the, like, like the situation that happened a little earlier, that energy, like I can feel that energy. It feels like the one that you just experienced before the show right like that pushy like angry energy okay. i could feel that so when people die if there's sadness around the death i think you can definitely feel the energy of sadness and it doesn't necessarily lift so if like 20 people died on that street maybe that energy oh, still was, exists. Uh, yeah, oh yeah i mean there was there's many more i mean there was um what is the name of that tree there's a tree Shade of Death Tree? No, no, no. It's not Shade of Death Tree. It is... Hold on a second. Let me... I gotta... Well, while you're looking, I'm just gonna add that, um... You know... The Devil's uh, Tree. The, the Devil's, Devil's tree. tree in Basking Ridge, supposedly. Different street. Yeah, it's in Basking Ridge. Okay. This was, was in Warren County. I don't it's... see anything bad in Basking Ridge. This no, I know, like right? horses <laughs> and, like, gorgeousness. Well, the but there's the Devil's Tree, and it's this lonely tree that, you know, according to legend... Uh, the farmer on the on the property murdered his family and then hung himself. Wait, hanged. By the way, you know, hanged, so just, no, no. I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm sharing that because I never knew that, and I know well, people wait, don't it, like it, to it say. Well, it gets no, it no, gets freakier. Just, just for those of you listening, when I say hanged, anyway. hanged. Okay, yeah. okay. so, so hanged, hanged himself on the tree. On the tree after he killed his family. So the legend said that um, supposedly when it, so there were there were multiple other people that have died around that property. Because if you get near it, you die. Well, if you try to if you try to chop the tree down. Oh, well, don't do that. Well, wait. Plus. So if you try to chop the tree down, bad things happen to the person that tries to chop it down. There's also this is kind of like weather related, and this is where I get kind of you know like ooh, this is kind of fun. When it snows, no way. No snow sticks to the tree no. or around the root system of the tree. No. Because of the because of all the um, I don't want to call them demons, but because of all the souls. So I thought that was pretty cool. Is it? Is there fact behind the story? Did that actually happen? It's again legend, folklore. Um, but but one of the one of the, the according to an, a recent story, someone went to go see the go see the tree. There's many axe marks on the tree. No. Wait, wait for it. the The storyteller is is saying that this guy that he's with goes to chop down the tree. And he goes to swing the axe. As as he's swinging, the head of the axe falls off, bounces off the tree, misses the guy's jugular, bouncing back, and not a not a mark on the tree. So that's where it goes back to: you can't chop down the tree, or bad things happen to you. I was going to say we could go visit the tree, but now I don't want to go. It's in Basking Ridge. Nothing bad happens in Basking Ridge. Except for a guy who murders his family and then hangs himself. Folklore. <sighs> um, when you were talking about the tree, I thought you were going to say when you cut it, it bleeds. There was a... 
Do you remember the restaurant in Bernardsville? Help was me it Bernardsville? Out. The walls, supposedly the walls bled. Oh, what was it? It was like the Bernard's Inn or something, I think. I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to Google it. It doesn't really matter. You can Google it. The Bernard's Inn. I think it was because I went there with my family for dinner when I was in high school. And I remember somebody said, don't go in that whatever room. I would think though, if that actually was happening, <laughs> well, yeah, that would kind of they would have shut the restaurant down. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's some, there's some health code violations right there. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> um, so when I was raised in Montville, New Jersey, Montville, um, we had a place that everybody was afraid to go to, so they went to the minute they got their license, right? Because they were terrified to go, but it was like that thing that you had to like... Was that Heartbeat Road? Heartbeat Road. Hit it up. Keep going. Keep going while I tell the story. Oh. So you would um, drive down this road. I forget. Oh, it's I forget the name of the street. I want to say it, but I can't really remember. So you can look it up. Keep going. That heart doesn't stop beating, Dave. Yes, it does eventually. <laughs> no, well, not today. <laughs> oh. At least not now. So um, the legend goes that you would drive down the street, and then all of a sudden the street turns into, what happened? I died. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into a dirt, like a pothole-driven road, and then dirt, okay? Okay. And when it ends, it ends up in Lincoln Park, a different town. So here's the story. Now, I'm going to be really politically incorrect, and I apologize. I'm just saying it for the sake of the history of the story. So there was a story that there was, like, a pack of people who were who used to be referred to as albinos. So that's not a, a good term. Don't oh, say that. Okay. It's really derogatory for someone who has, uh, yeah. you know, pigmentation problem, and they're no different than us. But in the 80s, when we were politically incorrect... Um, that was something that people made up and said that they lived in the woods and they would come to the car and kill you. So oh. clearly there was no truth to that. But let me tell you, when you're 17, you're riding in the car. And I was riding with this guy, Dante Tomaselli, who is was my best friend in high school. He makes horror movies for a living now. Um, and always a couple other friends, either Jen or Eileen or maybe Conan. And we would go down this road and he would kill the lights Playing Depeche Mode. Of course. With his uh, cassette player. And then he would make this face. I'm going to show it to you. It's kind of scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> Not scary. But he would like tuck his lip under. So his eyes would bulge out. And he would be like, ah. oh, And we would scream like, get out of here. We got to go. And the lights would be killed and everything. It was awful. But that was like our legend. But it was so total bullshit. Like, I mean, <laughs> who does that? Everybody, when you're when you first learn how to drive, there was um, in Watchung there was a thing called Thirteen Bumps in the Watchung Hills. We would always go up to, and there was supposedly like thirteen bumps for each. I forget the I each forget. person who died. Like you'd ride over the no, death. It bumps. was something like that. It was like witches, thirteen witches or something like that. Oh, I love witches. I'm a, I think I'm a witch. <laughs> no, it's true. Witches are just people who work no. with herbs and sp and spells. And oh, stuff. right. Anyway. Um, anyway. So just just know that's how it got you. You know I you know I yeah I know did you, a full did, you did, spell you did to the get full you. moon spell to get me. I didn't know it was Which you. Which is weird. I but... did a full moon spell, and I asked for everything I wanted, and then sure enough, six <laughs> months later, Dave hit me up. <laughs> it's true though. I did a full moon spell, and I'm totally believing in that. And you know, um, our community, the spiritual community, doesn't like to say the words woo woo, which that's another topic. And I'm you know. God knows between this recording and when it airs, I may have talked about it. But um, it's not a cool thing to do because, you know, witchcraft is not like work of anything other than connecting to Mother Earth. It's really trusting the Earth to provide everything you need, which you believe in, right? Gaia, the Gaia principle. I do believe in the Gaia principle. So being a witch is not like, I mean, it could be sitting with a cauldron, but the cauldron's usually yummy stuff that makes the house smell good, or maybe something you're eating. Unless it's smudge. Smudge doesn't make anything smell good. It does. Dave is just really um, uh, afraid of this of smoke, but I will say, he did I do like know, smoke. I really don't like smoke. But also, though. they say if you don't like the smell of smudge, you know, you're maybe not so spiritually inclined yet. Again, going back to the beginning of this podcast, well, I Conchetta, live in the shallow end of the pool. <laughs> Conchetta Bertoli's, uh, I don't know if it's her first husband or what, John, um, didn't know she 
talk to dead people. She didn't even come out until she was in her 40s. I mean, she came out to her parents when she was younger because her grandfather was an intuitive person and he talked to dead people. But um, she really kept it quiet because there's like a real sort of sense of shame associated around it because people still think it's not real. But you know that energy is real, right? That science can prove energy. Well, yeah. So, like, why are people so afraid of the proving of talking to the dead? I'm, I'm of the belief that I haven't seen it yet. Yes, you have. I haven't seen it. Nana, no. do something. Right, nothing's happened yet. Nice. Oh, a book just <laughs> fell. And I'm not making fun. I'm just okay. So I'm, I'm let, just me, let me let me tell it. Let me tell a story. This time. is the closest that I've ever I've ever been to a a true ghost story. Well, long time that ago, you've personally experienced that I've personally experienced. Long time ago, um, in a galaxy far, far away, um, I used to work at a restaurant in Roselle Park. Called it was originally called Yesterdays, then changed the name to Domani's. Oh, that they would change it to Tomorrow's. No, no. <laughs> No, it was, it was Domani's. And um, this was an old building in Roselle Park, and supposedly it was uh, haunted. Uh, they were on the, the Ghost Hunter show, Yes, I guess. And the upstairs of this building was supposedly haunted. Way back in, oh, what was it, like the 20s and 30s, it was the, the, the building, the structure itself was a brothel. Um, and one That's of... That's some fun energy. Well, I mean, apparently. If you're, one of, if you're one, down... Apparently, there was a ghost up there. So the same story that was always told to us, and I always thought it was, you know, hey, here's the new kid. Let's freak him out. You'd go up upstairs. And I never found anything creepy about this place. Even Uh, after the story? Even after the story. But you would go upstairs, and, you you know, it was a a restaurant, you know, slash, you know, big area upstairs where you could host private parties. And we would store stuff up there and, you know, one I now again I did not see this, but a bunch of people have. Um, they they went upstairs and after the night was over, you cleaned up, you put all the tables away, you put all the chairs away, everything was done. Right. And at the end of the night, uh, you'd be at the bar, you'd have like a an, an end of night drink, and everything you'd go home. Okay. So the tables and chairs were all put away. Everyone was downstairs. When I say everyone, you know the the staff. Yeah. Was downstairs at the bar, and all of a sudden they heard something. Just kind of like rustling, but it was happening upstairs. Okay. And was was anyone up there hooking up? No, no one was upstairs. <laughs> Everyone was downstairs, you know, talking about, you know, the night, you know, that night and the funny stuff that was happening at the parties and stuff like that. So they hear something going on upstairs and they, two people immediately go upstairs to see what, what had happened and the chairs and the tables were all moved no. into a totally different like organized in a totally different spot. And that didn't make you believe? I didn't see it. Okay. So I wasn't there for that, but that oh was God. that was a story that was told to me by multiple different people yeah. that were there. That's crazy. Which I always thought was pretty cool. So I think you should start trying to believe. So let's 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 bring this to Boonton. Okay. I believe I so fly. um listen to this. Go ahead. Eileen Walter. Mm-hmm. Remember her from LA? We went I taught in LA yeah. at, at her friend's house. Yep. She said there's a ghost at the Darris, okay? So she sent me a link, which is maybe not showing it. Ah, beer can. Let's see. Ghost at the Darris. She sent me a link, and it's Ghost Stories Index. Let's look it up. So the Darris Theater is for sale. Anybody's looking? That'd be Just, fun it was. They did vaudeville shows there. Yeah. Uh, George Burns and Gracie... Alan, Alan were there. Mm-hmm. So it's a really great place. And um, Booton's an awesome town. I mean, I that, you know I record my podcast there. I do my breathwork healing. And my office is there. People are awesome. So let's see. I found a, let's see, real. So they're showing house. I might not be able to find this. Damn it. They do do ghost tours, actually, in Booton. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's just this month or if it's like other months, whatever. But I have to find out more about that. Oh, Darius Theater. Okay, here it is. Darius Theater, built in 1919, is said to be haunted by a ghost of a former actor. Witnesses say chairs moved by themselves in the backstage area. So kind of a like your story. Actor. Yeah. Well, actors are always looking for attention. That's true. Love you guys. <laughs> no offense. Um, hey, I'm always looking for attention. No judgment. Um, 
I have a, a another interesting one that came up just now. So my friend Lauren DePinto um, is a, I call her a ghostbuster, which I think is like also a derogatory term. So let's take that out. But she does energy work and checks out the dead places. Okay. okay. So Pam Salduti, mm-hmm. who now lives in South Carolina, but is, she connects with dead people. Pam does? Yeah. I didn't know that. A lot. She can feel energy. She's like, it's, she's. It's pretty cool. So anyway, she wrote this. Um, I had a past boyfriend, grew up in Parsippany. Parsippany, New Jersey is like the next town from Boone. His mom told me when they moved into the house, there were bolts on the wall that they removed. Shortly after, anyone upstairs would get pushed. What? My boyfriend at the time's sister was pushed and fell down the flight of stairs. The dad never slept upstairs. He was so afraid. They moved shortly after. Wait, another story. What? I mean, if I'm getting pushed... Would you? <laughs> Who stays in the fuck in that house? If I'm getting pushed, I'm either moving out or getting divorced. Now, <laughs> depends, right? So who? what's funny is when you buy a house, they don't have to disclose that someone died in the house unless you ask. No, really? I thought they had to disclose they don't, it. You'd be like, oh, I love this house. How much is it? They're like $650,000. Oh, by, by the way, way someone was killed. <laughs> but I don't think they'd have to disclose that people were being pushed. And we're gonna we're gonna walk that right that yeah. that we're gonna walk this right into that Westfield story. So you hang out and get oh, ready, get ready, David. David's time to to share this biggie. Um, another story was a family member that lived in an apartment directly high, behind cost cutters. I think that's the name. Yeah, that is cost cutters. The mom and dad and sister went out for the day. The older sister was in the apartment all by herself. All kinds of things were happening. The furniture was being moved all over the place. The girl went to her bedroom, and that's where the bed went up against the door, and she finally couldn't get out. Finally, her parents and sister got back and and left. Wait, finally her parents and sister got back, got her, left, and never went back. Dude, and there were no cell phones back at cost-cutter days. Well, I can, listen. If that, Wait, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. But I mean, if that happened to me, then burn I would the have house to. Down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, exactly. I wouldn't burn it down because I'd be afraid they, they'd be like, "Well, now we're gonna go and hop in the car with me." They can come. The energy can follow you. Uh, they apparently left all their belongings. Yep, that's what I do. It's like you went with the spider. Dave sees the spider. He's ready to run out and never come back. Burn the house down. One more. I used to see a little old lady in a house on Boonton Ave. Old Boonton Ave. Well, Boonton Ave is a pretty mm-hmm. nice street. Yeah. Boonton's like a historic town. There's a lot of old, beautiful homes that have been up for over 100 years at least. So this all makes sense. She All she would do is just sit and rock. She's comfortable. I mean, I could sit for hours and rock. <laughs> Give me some sweet tea. She was transparent. <laughs> Even her, even Pam's husband saw. That's so shallow to say of her. (laughs) White hair and lacy nightgown or dress. When the new people moved in, she left. So she was a ghost, by the way. Maybe. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Tell me about the recent. Oh yeah, the Watcher Watcher House. Tell us about it, because your news. This this is your news show did a lot on that. This story has been on every major news channel. Um, but did was News Twelve going to break it? Because it is New Jersey. I don't know. It, it, yeah, but I mean, we were we were we were covering this for quite for quite a while, and it's just such a. And the more you read about it, the the scarier and the freakier it gets. Would you buy that house? No. Would you live in it if they gave it to you for free and all you had to pay were taxes? It's a big ass house. The taxes in Westfield. <laughs> That's true. That's a big friggin' house. Um, it is. It's a gorgeous. It's a gorgeous house. Would you live in it if you didn't have to pay a penny? Yeah, even with the story. Well, so th- that's Are you the kidding? whole thing. Well, so that's the whole thing. I mean, it's it's. The, I wouldn't. It's Fuck so no. It's so the the story the notes that these people are being sent. Tell the story. Are Nobody so knows. scary. So there is there's a house in Westfield. It's uh, six fifty seven Boulevard, and it's this now beautiful... now the property value just dropped. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Listen, that that, that, that house is it, it's well yeah. known. So uh, a new couple moves in, in in 2014. They're there for maybe a couple of weeks, and the first um, note arrives to the to the house, and it's just a note. And you know, dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. No way. And you know, it it just goes on, and it and it each each note gets scarier and scarier to the fact that 
there is it, they call it the watcher house because the way the notes are written is that somebody is watching every move and they know exactly what they're doing and not only that but they had little kids at the time yeah and then the notes start getting th- threatening yeah. to the little kids yeah. and that's where that's where it gets scary this is why i'm not afraid of the dead cuz the dead aren't the problem yeah well um that's true so interesting about this house I don't know if this is the if I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong. They moved out, walked away from the house and did a lawsuit because they're being right? They're not I don't think they're paying their own mortgage. Because well, they, they they had to pay their mortgage. But they, they were trying they, to get they out were of suing, it. They were suing, right? Because yeah, because yeah, apparently this was known the previous owners no. knew. Um well, no, I think that the previous owners they had sold then the new house like the old, the old owners were there forever. And then when this I new couple moved knew. in, I thought and that the, the I thought this was a previous owner was receiving these notes. Uh, I can't. I don't remember the, yeah. the whole thing. So on would that, you live I mean, in the house, David? No, not knowing what I know. Right. No, but I mean, do, well, hold on a second. Here's here's like an excerpt of one of the one of the notes <laughs> oh, that was written. Right. Ready? Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? What? Better for me. What? Was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Okay. Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them too. Fucking stop. No. The, the, oh the my notes, God. The notes That's... get like... And they can't find the person? No, they have Are no idea. Are there fingerprints? No, there's Why? nothing. Why? There's, there's, there's nothing and nothing. I mean, 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? No. Will the young blood play? Will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. Oh my God! It's far away from the rest of the house. The if you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. I got chills just reading that. I've got right. goosebumps. These are that's actual excerpts of the notes that were sent to these people. You know what? <laughs> no way. Yeah. And I mean, Westfield's the town, right? Like Westfield's, Westfield's a nice a beautiful town. town. Yeah, that's okay. But that's so. That's the new. So that's the new place, you know, for this time the of new year. Creepy, yeah. Where everyone's kind of like driving by, going, oh, "That's the watcher house." No, but look, our house is fine. Like we, we don't have a big house, but it's not tiny. Like it's Love fine. Like, it fits our people. Like our not our people. Like the ch- the children that that live here and the dogs. Um, I would love to have like a big, gorgeous home, but not with that. Now I'm scared. <laughs> wait, Don't wait, wait, tell wait, the wait, watcher wait. our address. Wait, here, here's another little thing. Dude, fucking stop. Will they sleep in the attic or will they all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. What? Permanent curtains drawn. I no, mean, I would no. I would not. I would not. I wouldn't even go. I would move out of town. Yeah, this I would is, probably move out of state. I'm not kidding. Like that's that's. Nope. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on, and and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I bet you that's the truth. I, I bet you they started getting letters, and they were like, he was like, get. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too... And now you are too, Bradis family. That was the, the family. What? Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you the past three families to the 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I'll be watching. Nope. <laughs> did they move in? Yeah, they moved in. No. Yes. They got that letter and moved in? Oh, there were more letters. But did they move in after they got that letter? Yes. Okay. Brave. Brave people. No. Nope. 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 So I kind of want to drive by there the next time I'm it's working. Only, it's at, a gorgeous looking house. But I mean, imagine getting those letters. No. And and those letters you know were, were actually, I'm the parts of at, those letters were specifically targeted to their young children. I'm going to be at LUM in Cranford next week. Why don't you come with me? And then we'll drive by. And then we'll go to like... Uh, where can we go eat? Um, in Westfield. Anywhere. You know where I want to go? Yeah, the new place. Uh, well, it's not, not the new. It's been around Spice For Bazaar. Spice Bazaar. Mm, it I opened, I think, in the too. summer. I, um, I kept meaning to go, but, you know, God forbid I leave Mars County. 
I finally leave Mars County for work. Where's that? What's that Greek place we go to in Cranford? Well, don't say it, because the watcher might be listening. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no joke. My friend Michelle Ann, so interesting. So Michelle, um, she does all the cool things, right? Mm-hmm. So she is... For her job, she works like I think in insurance or something. It's not she doesn't do anything. But she did yoga teacher training, and she like has had her. We did our Kashuk records. We had Anna to read our Kashuk records. So she sent all the like cool stuff. She wrote shortly, and she oh she, her parents are around by the way. Like they come to her. Okay. Am I shaking? Or are you moving your foot? I'm moving my. Or is foot. that my grandfather? It might be your grandfather. Okay. Shortly after I moved into my house, my son was born. When I would feed him in the middle of the night, I would always see a flash in the mirror. I attributed it to my lack of sleep. One day, I asked my daughter, who was almost four, to go into the other room to get diapers. She ran back and said, "No way, mom! There's a ghost in there." Now, kids can, by the way, side right. note, kids can see the dead. Um, she never said anything like that before. I was chatting with my new neighbor one day, and he mentioned that the owner of the house had died there, and unfortunately, it was not discovered for a couple of days after. So basically died in her house, was in the house for a few days before they discovered it. Probably she didn't get that disclosure. See, you have to ask. Wow. Ugh, I'm going to have to ask Mary Menard to come on and tell me about the disclosure of the dead. I'm really going to have Mary come on and talk to me about, like, she won't. <laughs> She'll talk about house energy and then try to sell a house. Maybe she will. Mary, will you come on? Um, shortly thereafter, I invited the woman who bought the house <laughs> to come see what I had done with it. I swear he, her husband, went home with her because I never saw anything strange again. Oh, so she invites the wife to the house to the husband who had died so that he would hop in the car with his ex, with his wife who had died, and then the ghost left the house. Good job, Michelle. <laughs> That's what you got. You got to be creative when you have a ghost in the house. You can't say like, "Come get your dead husband." Yeah, you open up the back door to the station wagon and say, "Come on in." What? <laughs> They follow you. I don't. Yes, they do. It's energy. I Dude. haven't felt okay. it, so I, I can't. I cannot speak from Listen, a personal experience. If you go on a ghost tour, anyone goes on a ghost tour. Boonton has one for sure. I know Charleston has a bunch. Oh, they're great. We should hit that up next time we go. But but Wait. here's the thing: the whole the whole thing of the ghost story is the story that is going to hit on on the nerve of your fear. But 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 but, but. <laughs> there's also truth. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to empower everyone. Okay. You cannot, ghosts cannot invade your space without your permission. And if you read Conchetta's book, one of them, I don't remember which one she talked about, maybe multiple, she was able to send them away when she was receiving their energy because it was so overwhelming to her. She said, like, I, I, you know, I'm surrounding myself in white light and God's energy. Let God protect me. And I'm asking you to leave. And they leave. So if there's a ghost in your house, you can just say, you're not welcome here. Leave. Don't listen to any of the ghosts in this house because I like you all. You can say, like, I don't want your energy here. You need to leave. I always say, come talk to me. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so there's a lot of it. I feel like, uh, what did I want to tell you? You wanted to tell me or you wanted to tell the ghost that's in the house? I need to make some eggs soon. Um, no, I wanted to say something that was um, a cool story. I don't know. Dead people stories. Oh, so when you go on a ghost tour, just surround yourself in white light. Just say I'm not receiving the energy of any of the... Oh, this is the other thing. Don't use a Ouija board. So, Conchetta's written about it. A lot of people do. So, there is negative energy that hangs out. Like, people who have do taken have their lives Do you have to know how to use the Ouija board? You do not have to know how to use the Ouija board. So, you can just accidentally unlock something by playing well, around with it? The, because low, high because level energy is not board. coming through a board. I've played with a Ouija board before. You're lucky you're still here. I'm kind of kidding, but no, but they come, they, they can come into your life. You can invite them in. When you open the Ouija board, you can say like, if there's some like thing you say, which I'm not even going to say, because that's how, I'm serious. I do not. I Someone brought a Ouija board into this house and I was like, get it out. I don't remember who it was. I actually, I want to I wanna know more about the Ouija. Okay, like, what so it we does. can find that out, but not yeah. in this house. I'm right. not kidding. You know what happens? So you we had it, it. We had it at the house down the shore. You put your hands on it and you ask yeah. a question, and, then, and it starts to write letters. Or like, it goes like you can ask it yes or I no questions, working, and, then, was, and then everyone who who had their fingers on it would try to like move it. You know, like yeah. Like, but I was I was doing a Ouija board with my friend Dante. Mm-hmm. In high school, he was going by Danny Dante Tomaselli. Look him up. The most horrible, like like not horrible. He's a great filmmaker. He does like really scary movies scary that stuff, are really yeah. scary, and, and um, you don't do scary scary movies at all. No, 
No, I mean, Beetlejuice is about it for me. Right. Yeah. Because I don't like negative energy like that. So, like, as I said before, I'm, like, into the real, into the darkness, but I'm not into the negativity. So, like, I'm into, like, understanding the darkness, but not that. Not, not negative shit like that. Like, not, I don't want to bring fear or, like, that kind of stuff in. And I believe you attach to it when you, when you vibrate at that level. So, anyway, we had our hands on the board and it was moving really fast. His father had just died and his, they were having, like, a, a repass or something at the house. And um, uh, after that, so we thought Danny was doing it. And I remember, I think we had Danny let go. And it was doing it. And I was like, and I'm out of here. That was it. I, I won't, remember. <clears throat> I don't bring that in. I keep, I want high level vibrations. Like my grandmother. Okay. She's still here. Hi. She's smiling. She thinks I'm a little bit. Nuts? <laughs> obsessed with her. Oh, well, you are. Yeah. Um, I could sometimes smell my grandfather's cigar. But that goes back to a memory that you had when you were a kid. No. No. Nope, nope. Um, in New Jersey, they have the sightings of the New Jersey Devil. Do you know about that? Oh, the New Jersey Devil's awesome. Down in the Pine Barrens. What did you say? I didn't hear you. The, 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 the Jersey Devil's, like, great. That's a, I mean, that's that's perfect jersey folklore can right you share there. it because i don't really know i don't know all i mean it was supposedly um i can't remember the name of the woman it was back in the 1700s uh it was her 13th child that was supposedly oh born my God. and then as it was born it was supposedly a devil and went up and poof up and smoke and now inhabits the the, the pine barrens i mean there's there's so People many have seen great... the new jersey devil but i think it's a coyote no, it's not like a coyote. It's supposedly like a a hooved a human, hooved with, human horns. with horns and wings, like so a, like a, a full on devil type thing. I think anybody who saw it was tripping. In the 1700s? Oh, it was the 1700s. I missed that. Yeah, I was only half listening. I mean, it's like there's there could be a lot of spooky stuff that that goes on. So now you have that that legend that will live on for when something is not explained or can't be explained at that moment. People go, I just saw the Jersey Devil. Well, you know. Well, what are you doing in the Pine Barrens at 1 o'clock in the Tripping balls? <laughs> probably eating some mushrooms. Um, when I was driving home from Hilton Head one year back in the early 90s, I got some book. I love reading. Right. And I don't remember the name of the book or the author, so my apologies. But it was all these things that have happened in the South. Anywhere in the South. And um, there was someone who spontaneously combusted, literally okay. went on fire from the inside out and blew up. Hmm. I've read it's about hot it. Down it actually in, happened. In the South. <laughs> um, they talked about Bigfoot. Bigfoot's fun. What's his other name? Like Sasquatch. No, there's another one. A Yeti. The Yeti. Yeah, the Yeti is like in the Himalayas. And I read about like Swamp Man, Swamp Creature. That's a great movie. I know. And then I read Swamp about I read about, I don't remember, there were a lot of them, but I was, like, obsessed with Bigfoot. Do you think Bigfoot's just, like, a big guy who, like, is homeless and lives in, or, I'm sorry, a big guy who's currently experiencing homelessness, let me correct myself, and lives in the woods? No. He's probably just a really large bear. Oh, right. It could be, like, that bear, Petal. Petal. Who was shot by a hunter. Well, we, we, we haven't found Petals. I don't, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, because he was shot. Well, The yeah, guy bragged possible. about it. Um, Unreal. Yeah, that's um, the the last one that I wanted to ask you about was um, oh, so you talking about the Jersey Devil? Just real quick, I have to throw it out there: the Wolfman with Benicio del Toro, best freaking like that creepy was, that but was awesome. One of, movie. That was one of the one things that that's, I was the most scared of. That was one? the Wolfman. But not Benicio del Toro, like back that, in the that 70s. Was a good, that, was a good, that was a good movie, and it was scary, but I mean, there was... But I don't I'll, do I'll scary. You, when, I was, was... when I was little, I had this... I, I, I loved um, the, the superhero character Spider-Man, right? Mm -hmm. And I had this 45 record and book that went along with it, and it was the Spider-Man against, against uh, the, the Wolfman. Wolfman. And the, the drawing of the Wolfman... The nightmares that I would have. Yeah, how old were you? Oh God, maybe like six or seven. Yeah, maybe dude, eight. that's Bodie's age. 
Oh, did that, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm, like, the Wolfman was, like, my, it's my kryptonite when it comes to, like, I scary creatures. I didn't know creatures. that, so I wouldn't have made you watch that movie over oh, no, and over I've, and I've, over. I've, no, I've watched a bunch of different movies with the Wolfman, but that's the one, that's, like, I guess my trigger. I always go back to Spider-Man and the Wolfman. So you know what mine is, but I've worked through it with Breathwork? Mm. I'm really serious. Go ahead. Because, you know, like, so even watching the Wolfman is pretty scary for me. I'm not now because I'm. It's just more about like, you know, his the mental abuse that he received by his father. Although he was a wolf man. Side note. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was pregnant, so let me just stop. My my pregnancy was like ripe with all the, um, the supernatural stuff, which is probably why my son is so connected to like, you know, the darkness because he's a Capricorn, so he's pretty like into like. Like being low key and just self to connect to himself, but and he also was raised on um, Nightmare Before Christmas, like oh, yeah. on replay, twenty four hours a day. He whenever he had access to the, remember when they had the movie things in the car? Yeah, we went. Me and Carly went to Hilton Head and he watched all the way down. And the volume wasn't, you know, we were like low key technology at that oh, time. So did you? It would play through the stereo, like, kill Mr. Sandy Claus, lock him in a box, bury him for 90 years and see if he still talks. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Sally was like his, the, the, his the essence girlfriend. of a woman. Well, not really. He was young, but <laughs> he wasn't like into girl. I mean, he was. Like, it, he always kind of was. But he, like, Sally was like, and in somewhere deep inside. <laughs> There's like Sally, her arms falling off, really skinny, long hair, like creepy, kind of thing but um so when i was pregnant with him mark and mark from weird new jersey came to the daris theater and did a show and then after everybody went to it was then sharky's was then called like uh boot you grill no it was before that it was the bag before that so it was like i don't remember what it's called but it, when i worked there i was like you know 1920 i forget what it was called it was like something but there's a a gorilla in the window behind the bar. Have you seen that? I have not, no. I'll have to, we'll swing by there today and just, I'll give you a peek and I'll, you know, okay. take a picture. We'll put it in the podcast, like, thing down there. Mm. Um, but so, I think her name was Lucy and there's like a whole story behind her and she waves like this, like, totally not creepy, right? This giant, it's actually cool. It's a gorilla that's like probably 50 feet gorilla? high. No, it, and it's been there for <laughs> at least 20 years and she just like waves. So, booting people, let me know what that's about. I'll actually do a little intel and I'll put it, try to put it in the story or write a blog about it. If before. there's a big so giant the, gorilla so, waving to me, I'm yeah. going into that establishment. Okay, so you're not, or you are. I will. Okay, so um, here's Let's the deal. Get wings and beer. Here's <laughs> a big giant wings, beer, gorilla. and a wave. Yeah. So, um, you guys, I'll do some intel and I'll write a blog and I'll put it in the thing below. So by the time you get to this point of the the blog, the damn it, the podcast, you'll see. Look below through my blog. I'll get some information on Exputin people know everything about the town. They're very historic, and they're really super loving the town. By the way, Booton is the only town in the world called Booton. So it doesn't have to say Booton, New Jersey's Booton, USA. Just stop note. So anyway, so when I was pregnant with Johnny, we were at the Darris Theater, and those guys were in. I was like six months pregnant, seven months pregnant. It was like October. Johnny was born in January. Uh, so he was exposed to that energy of all the ghost stories. And we also, my ex-husband and I, went with, I think his sister, a couple people. I don't remember how many people were there. I think his sister and son. We went to the theater in Clifton to see Johnny Depp. Is it Johnny Depp? And the Headless Horseman one? What's that Headless Horseman oh, one? Y- What's that called? The Headless, the Headless Horseman. Horseman. No. It the, could Crane. What's the freaking name? The, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. The Legends of Sleepy Hollow. Tim Burton movie. Okay. Yep. Dude, okay. So now I'm pregnant. My hormones are like raging. I'm living in like a little apartment, Beaverbrook Garden Apartments, second floor. When I tell you, we'd walk up the stairs. When you walk up the stairs, the kitchen's here. It's like the tiny kitchen. Left is the living room. Right is the dining room that we just had our tree frogs in and a computer. There was no dining room table because we were like, you know, whatever, young. And then there's, you keep, you went a little bit down the hall and there's bedroom on the left, bathroom on the right. So basically, if you went up the stairs and didn't hit any of the rooms, you just went straight to the, the down the hall. And you had left left is the bathroom, right, bedroom, right is the bathroom. So I literally would run because I had to pee like every fifteen minutes because I was seven months pregnant. I'd run from the bedroom to the bathroom because I thought Ichabod Crane was coming down or whoever is that the bad guy that cuts heads off? No, the headless horseman. He okay. was the Hessian soldier. 
the Hessian soldier, was going to come down the hall and cut my head off. And I was 29. I was so scared. I would wake Johnny up. Johnny's, my ex-husband's name, Johnny. Be like, I'm scared to go to the bathroom. Poor guy. You know how it is. You've been married to me a while. You're beaten, right? Beaten down. Beaten down. Beaten down, man. A shell of a human being. That's why my ex-husband and Dave get along well, because they both understand, like, living with me is a project. Yeah. No words. (laughs) So, um, I was terrified. Terrified. Um, But now I'm used to that movie. I worked through my fears. Although I really want to go to Sleepy Hollow, but we never go. They they do an amazing. Yeah, I used to work with the Westchester. That was that like far. one of the best things in the world. Did you go? Yeah, they also do the um, illumination. The illumination with all the pumpkin heads. Can we please fun. try to go this year? Sure. Are you getting ready to leave? Huh? Are you getting ready to leave? Uh, okay, so we're gonna wrap in a minute because uh, my engineer is. Uh, you know, we we have a time. Did we exceed that time? It seems oh, like yeah. we did. We're close to an hour. I told him half hour. But Whoever's anyway, listening so we to this f- for an hour, thank you. What? We're <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. That's so hurtful. We have you, good stories. You've made it through. They're driving in their car. Right. Or they're sitting on the subway with their AirPod, AirPod, What are they called? Air, AirPods? AirPods? They're listening whatever. devices. <laughs> They're modern listening devices. So we have to go to Sleepy Hollow. All right. W- w- are there any scary, like... Fun places like that in New Jersey, Jockey Hollow. No, there's just... great. There's Greystone. Uh, They're not going Greystone. They, did they rip that down? Yeah, they did. That's stupid. That pisses me off. Sorry, New Jersey government. Well, anyway, I mean, there's a bunch of there's a, a lot of stuff. I would. I mean, Shades of Death Road would be great. All right, we, we should go to go Slate, there. Shades of Death Road. Ghost Ra- Lake. I'll go, what's Ghost Lake? Well, Ghost in, Lake in is, a minute or less. It's it's out by Jenny Jump State Park. It's off of Shades of Death Road, supposedly. It's like the Great Meadow Fog. People see things. Okay, I want to see that. That'd be kind of fun. I there's a lot. There's great... a lot of ghost stories that go up there. I... Oh, there was that one. There's a there's the cabin. No. There's, there's a cabin that's out out there. Now you're not supposed to be. You you. It's it's property run by the by New Jersey. You're not, not supposed going. to be out there. Not going. One of the stories was there was four people that went to go view go to the cabin. They go walk in, and you know the inside's all beat up. There's like you know glasses all broken from the windows, and they're just like kind of like walking around this this old cabin. And they go upstairs to go explore. Is this the, the story of David and Abby? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. I just lost my mic. What happened? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Yep, just lost our mics. Are we there now? Yeah, we're back. Oh, we're back. Oh. We have an echo. Yeah, there's like a serious echo. Yeah, right, we should just, just wrap this up. We'll have to we'll have to do this story another time. And let me just say this: that's the spirits. Our <laughs> mics are fucked up. We gotta go. <laughs> gotta make some breakfast. And I just want you to know that that's my grandmother coming through. All right, maybe I believe. There you go. Have a super day. So, um, just letting you know that um, my engineer came back and fixed it, so Dave can finish your story really quick. The spirits. Okay, so. What? Our engineer just tripped over. Oh, we lost a. Something's unplugged. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. See? My grandmother's like, enough already to Your grandmother feed. just pushed Your Johnny. Your son wants to go out. <laughs> just pushed Johnny. Just John, how do you feel about that? Whatever. Come here. All right, so. Wait, wait, wait. Do you believe in ghosts? No. A little bit? Not in the slightest. Why? They're not real. Dave, tell the story. Johnny, listen, and then you tell me what you think of this story. Again, it's just a story. It's about this cabin that's in uh, off of Jenny Jump State Park in Shades of Death Road. The person, you know, three people went up, four people went upstairs. Two people came back. No. One, there's, you know, glasses all broken around. They were exploring this supposedly haunted cabin. Trap house. There's a really cool um, old... Uh, piano that's attached to a wall, but all the keys were all smashed up. Every, I mean, it was just, it was totally uh, damaged, and, and people just took advantage of it and beat this place up. Anyway, they're going upstairs to explore the upstairs, and as Don't as the third person, as the last person was going up the stairs, uh, a sound of someone hitting a piano, hitting the keys of the piano. Was happened it Johnny once, saying, what the fuck? And it happened twice. So now they're just like, what the heck was that? They all stop. They're waiting to to see what was going on, and all of a sudden, you hear footprints 
crushing on the gar- on the glass that's on the ground on the ground. They're just f- flashing their, their flashlights around, seeing what was going on. They couldn't see anything. They get freaked out. They run out of the house. There's no cars around. There's no sign of life. Get out. And that was my story. John? I would still go to that cabin. Would you go to that cabin? At night. Yeah, why not? Come here. Why Why do you mean why not? Because there are fucking ghosts in there that aren't nice. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> You really don't believe in ghosts? Probably squatters. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't see them. Huh? You couldn't see them. No. What do you mean? Do you believe people could spontaneously combust? It's been scientifically proven in the past, I'm pretty sure. Right? I can't hear you. Wasn't that scientifically proven in the past? Well, I think it may have happened two weeks ago here in New Jersey when the heat index hit no. 115. <laughs> <laughs> that was not two weeks ago. That was like two months ago. Oh, get yeah, your, that's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, so, John, what should we do? Should we keep talking or should we wrap it up? Wrap it up. I need to hear you. I'm just going to end it now. Oh, no, 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 wait. All right, so anyway, you guys, share your cool, fun ghost stories with us. Comment below. Hit us up. Ah. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you like this, please go ahead and share the link.